Hello everybody and welcome to the next exciting episode here on the Tiro podcast. My name is Danny and once again the Tiro Facebook group is growing in members every day and I did a quick count in the last 24 hours we've actually had 11 jobs within the travel industry posted by our our members on there so a fantastic job. Thank you very much for doing that but I've got another special guest with me today. I have Gail Kenny, the co-founder of Gail Kenny Recruitment. And Gail is going to uh, share her insight and knowledge on interview questions. So these are the questions that you should be asking the interviewer um, because there's nothing worse than I think, Gail, am I right in saying that once you get to the end of an interview and they say, do you have any questions? And if you say no, I think it can be quite a negative sort of aspect on, on your, your interviewing skill. Certainly. But, um, um, absolutely. I think you would, um, the interviewer would be very disappointed. Um, and I don't actually think you would be um, called back for a second interview if you did not have some questions up your sleeve. Brilliant. OK, so um, over to you then, Gail. Give us your, your insights and, and uh, top questions on to ask during an interview. Well, you asked me to for um, five, um, and that was quite difficult because there were hundreds of questions. <laughs> and and I think really one size certainly doesn't fit um, every interview. It really depends on the level of seniority, whether it's entry level, mid-level, or of course, senior level. And we are exec recruitment, so our candidates would probably ask more strategic questions around you know, companies' financial performance, long-term strategy. But I'll focus on mid-level, really, for today. Um, I would expect all candidates to have looked at the company's um, About Us page um, and checked out latest press releases and look at the competitors and done their research on Glassdoor and, of course, LinkedIn. Um, and that's about checking out the employer's brand reputation to make sure that, you know, it is an employer that you particularly want to work for. Do as much research as possible. Um, and I think sometimes, obviously, you could be represented by somebody like us or another recruiter. Um, and hopefully, as a if, you're, if you've got a great reputation and you're doing your job, we will have answered most of the questions um, before you um, attend the interview anyway. But you can find all the common interview questions online. I mean, from asking about the role itself to getting to know the interviewer, the management style, performance measurements, etc., I think one thing to bear in mind, Danny, is to be conscious about time constraints to understand how long you have in that interview. Because they're, you know, hiring managers are really busy people and they don't want to waste time with, I guess, um, sounds quite um, strong, but frivolous conversations or questions. So you need to use your um, sensible judgment as to how many questions you're going to ask. Um, and equally, not questions that are already have been answered before and you can find out on the spec. Ask stimulating questions. And I think people actually really enjoy it if you ask curious and you, if, if you show me that sort of curiosity and you're inquisitive as well, obviously not overboard here, but, but really wanting to learn about the company and the role. It's all about prep at the end of the day. Um, don't ask questions already outlined in the job spec. Um, and I think some of the key questions that I would probably suggest without the one, the obvious ones, um, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, how do you see the company in five years time and so on? I think it's um, one would be around if you're looking to hire me, um, what can I expect um, as a typical day in this role? Because 
that actually um, tells you really what you're going to be doing because a job spec only tells you the key responsibilities, but you don't really understand what a typical day looks like. So, um, and what challenges will I um, embrace daily? So we spend a third of our life in work. So you want to be happy and successful, but you equally, you know, you need to know what good looks like in that job on the day-to-day basis and also what not so good looks like. So that would be my first question. That's a great question, actually. So could you even ask that question at the start of the interview? Uh, I, would you wait it depends on how the flow goes, Danny, because that, you know, you could be in a panel interview or it could be on a one to one and you don't want to interrupt. It really, you've really got to be able to judge that individual um, interviewer as to, you know, what the style and actually ask the recruiter, what is the style and what is the format of the interview? Because quite often it should be a two way conversation um, and, and to a degree a sales pitch as well. The interviewer will be focused on finding out if you're right for the role, but the candidate needs to ask questions during that interview as well to determine if they would be happy working for that company and whether the aspirations and the values are aligned. But sometimes I think the timing is critical here. So um, I probably would allow them to speak first and give a bit more sort of information and they'll talk about the key responsibilities. And this question might already be answered. So you have to almost wait and if it hasn't been answered, then you, obviously you've got your op- you've got your opportunity to ask it. Yeah, no. So so it's, it's very much about reading the room, so to yeah. speak, which is a little bit harder now, obviously, because a lot of it's done over over videos. But yeah, hopefully for not hopefully for not much longer. <laughs> no, fingers crossed. But um, yeah, but obviously you can still gauge from the interaction you're getting through the camera. Um, of course, what, of course. You know what 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 level of degree you're getting from from the and you, like you like you said, an interview is a two way street. It isn't just them interviewing you all the time is it so you're right no absolutely not people forget that as well don't they so um nowadays it's very much like a tennis a tennis match (laughs) (laughs) so um and i think the next question i would ask is um it's not this is not in the order because there are so many questions that i've said on the internet i mean you can find hundreds of them but these are the ones that i particularly like it's about the company culture and the values if they're not listed on their website um, and you know about the you know what characteristics do does do you look for as an employer um, um, in in your employees to represent those values and dig deep here because you'll get a real insight into the culture and what it values that company in the individuals who work there and you should talk about your values as well and how they are aligned and hopefully they are but if they're not then it's probably not the right organisation for you. I think it, it's also an opportunity when you talk about the values um, as a business with the um, interviewer as to learn whether the company has, say, for example, um, a DNI diversity and inclusion um, policy. Do they support employee well-being, um, including obviously the big subject at the moment is flexible working? And are they environmentally conscious? Um, and also, obviously, whether they're supporting um, professional development with the employees as well. And that will all come around the company culture and and, and what it values um, in terms of its people. You might get some of that from the website, but I don't think you will get all of that. Um, and it's really important going forward. I think with the pandemic, everybody's had time to reflect and their wants and their desires are so different to 
um, to you know pre pre the pandemic days. Um, I think most people now want. You know, I, there was a there was a massive um, YouGov um, poll and around people working from home, and two thirds um, came back and said that they wanted to have you know hybrid working, so three days in the office and two days at home. So I think it's really important to to you know delve into into how yeah. flexible they are. So that's one. That's the second question. I know I'm on a time limit here. Don't no, you? no, so no, that's sorry. Good. no, that's brilliant. No, it's excellent. Um, the third would be um, around um, how they, um, what does success look like in the position and how would I be measured as an employee um, and how the company measures success overall. And, and the really important question here is, would you involve me in structuring my goals? Because that really tells you so much about how collaborative that leader or that organisation is, um, and it's key now going forward. You really do want to. You don't want to just be tasked with the KPIs. You want to actually have an input into them, so they are achievable, so that you are motivated. Yeah, no, I like that because obviously there could be something that you thought of that they may not have, and and yeah. and, and it'll uh, it'll complement each other. So that's yeah. a great question. I like that. Um, and the other one is um, you can ask about the company's um, goals going forward and what successes they've had going. I mean, obviously, we we all know now that um, post-COVID, I guess, many companies will have unfortunately accumulated a, you know quite a lot of debt. Um, and is that going to hold them back with their ability to grow and invest? And I don't know whether you, you know, but we're we're sort of hiring for tech and digital roles as well um, now, um, and so a lot of candidates will want to know what level of in-depthness um, they have in a business and whether there is money to invest in the latest tools when it comes to digital, what the tech platforms are, are they legacy based, are they? So it's really you know you if you are in tech in particular or digital, you want to know about. Do they have the money for innovation, for new product development, for new tech platforms? Um, and then it's it's really um, what the growth plans are for the business. Are they still in survival or are they really now moving into coming out of that and looking at growth? What challenges that company faces going forward? And actually then start to think about, OK, well, they're their challenges. You should almost thought about their challenges before you even go for the interview and then you address those in terms of how you could value how you could add value to overcome some of those challenges yeah so you're you're almost sort of giving them the answer to their pain point aren't you yeah you, you, yeah you know, absolutely you make sure that you're and ultimately that's that's what you should be doing in any job interview is is benefiting the company in in, in, a, in a positive manner you're not going to be going into a company to to give it a, a degree of, of negativity or, no. or take it back the way. You know? And I think what you just said there about innovation is very important because obviously if you're joining a company that's standing still, it's probably going to have a negative culture throughout because yeah. of that. So it yeah. all kind of rolls into one, you know, regardless of whether it's a tech company or if it's a, an airline or a cruise line, you know, you want to know if they're building new routes or new ships or, or yeah. new innovation, like you said, with the tech business. So... Yeah, I think uh, I think obviously that's a really again another really key question. 
So I've got, I'm, I'm doing six. I'm sorry, I know you asked me for five, but um, there might be seven actually. I mean, there could be something around leadership, which I've sort of missed out here because it depends on the level that you're pitching it at. But if it was, if it is um, you're reporting into a, a leader, you would need to ask, ask them to talk about themselves as well and how the team may describe them in terms of their leadership style because that will tell you I mean everyone can say well you know I'm a I, yeah, I lead by example and um, I you know I'm, I'm very into data and um, I empower my people but actually if you ask them what the team would tell tell you that could be a very different story and you throw them slightly by asking them that question so I would ask ask how your team would describe your leadership style so with that, again, obviously, you just said, because obviously you're flipping the coin there, aren't you? But putting yeah. it sort of back onto them, making them feel a little bit uncomfortable because interviews are uncomfortable for the interviewee. Yeah, but, but it, he or she could, yeah. could be an amazing leader, could be a poor leader, but you'll quickly establish that from that question, <laughs> won't you? No, definitely. Again, another excellent question. Okay, so um, if you only get one chance to ask a question at the end, and some, you know, it could be a time constraint. You might just only have an hour, and you've got to fifty-eight minutes. I would definitely ask this question, um, and I would. It, it's it's in a way, it's a, if you've got any gaps, it's a really good question. So it's something about. So from what you've heard today, is there anything about? me about my background or my experience um, that makes you question my fit for the role and the reason it's it's a good question is it displays you're really highly invested in the job but also allows you to respond to any um, gaps that he's identified or she's identified um, and you can try and give some comfort to those areas and if, for example, you could say something along the lines, you know, I know that I lack the, um, just trying to think, you could, the, the technical experience for this role, Danny, but I bring all the skill sets to the table. So what would be my big challenge um, to enable me to get really immersed in this company should I be hired? And I, that actually shows that you are, you're, you're displaying a bit of vulnerability here and people like that as well, to be honest, especially after the year we've had. Um, you're 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 displaying that you've got self awareness and you you know that you haven't got that technical ability, but it also shows that you've got a bit of confidence being able to actually own up to that. So, I think all of that is around the last bit, and I think you will leave just definitely leave a really really good impression by those questions. And, and with that last question there as well, it enables you to get instant feedback. So yeah. if the interview hasn't gone to plan and you're not going to progress any further, you'll receive the feedback there and then, as opposed yeah. to possibly not getting any feedback if they, Absolutely. If they you, or two weeks down the line, it comes in a, in a standard email or whatever. But it also allows you, I think, in that respect, to be able to counter and say, well, actually, I think exactly. when, I, when I answered such and such a question, I maybe gave you a slightly different answer to what I meant. And I should have, you know, what I meant to say was this, this and this. And it resolves any concerns that they may have. Yeah, exactly. So you, you know, you've you've been able to, and you can exactly as you just said there. You can counter any any concerns, and that 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 question gives you the opportunity to yeah. do that. Yeah, it's um, one question that I actually use when when in the past in my interviews, I've used that on a similar similar wording, slightly different, but on a similar wording, and yeah. to to that effect. And it, it does... well, it could be it could be if you can't if you don't if it's too long winded, you could just say, "Have I answered all of your questions?" Yes, yeah. and then you can gauge how you're doing, and then you can come back 
with if he said if they say no you haven't then uh, you know you can ask that they can elaborate on that and then you can out, you, know, you can overcome exactly. any any, any negatives objections. any no. objections yeah no excellent so hopefully they 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 i mean there are hundreds of um, questions um, on places like Glassdoor and LinkedIn. They're really a valuable resource, you know. And if I were to go for an interview, I would be... It, you, it's, one size does not fit all, and I think that's really important to say that. And I think you've just got to look at the job in, in its um, in individually, really, and, and the company, and then really tailor your questions to that job spec. Yeah. And make to it, that make company, it, make yeah, it personal to the company, make yeah. it make it relevant. And I think the key thing about all of that is obviously do your homework. You know, don't yeah. go in unprepared. You know, it's all you, it's all it's all about prep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spend is. spend plenty of time doing it. You know, so and and be, and be yourself though. You know, there's got to you've got to be authentic. Um, and that's why I said about the vulnerability piece there as well. Yeah. Just. We're all human. We all make mistakes, and we, we, you know, we will go for roles where there might be a, a one one gap. But I think, you know, if you think about employers and what they value, I think nowadays they value mindset um, above experience in a lot of cases. So I think that's worth bearing in mind. Oh, definitely, and I think everybody at the moment, especially the pandemic, has obviously flipped the world upside down, and and the way people recruit and, and, and interview and, and everything else is slightly different but what it has done for the majority of people is it's opened up a a door and it's opened up their eyes and they've had to be more creative they've had to be um, more engaging and learn more about certain things and I know I've certainly taken on more training courses in the last year than I have done in the last 20 years so... yeah that's really that's really interesting because a client of mine said Danny a, a while back um, and it was it was really it was interesting. He said, um, "Do you know, Gail? I, um, I we were recruiting actually, and it was for it was for a leadership role. Um, and I would one question would be around resilience. Um, and you know how how grounded are they? You know what what was their attitude like during lockdown? What what additional learning did they do? How did they develop themselves? Um, and I think." That that is probably a question that will be asked in interviews now. You know, how did you cope during the pandemic? And I think this whole, with with the midst of so much change, um, employees have been having to take a lot more ownership of their roles and be and not be directed because of remote working. So self direction is going to be key going forward. Um, so I think you need to be able to you know give examples of where you have been able to you know, work alone at home um, and, you know, the output of that as well. And I, the other area that I, you know, I've got to say, because obviously we are digital recruiters, is that you have to show that you're comfortable with digital technology. Um, and this time of being furloughed or, you know, um, the time that we've had at home anyway, because we've been in lockdown, you hopefully people have been taking advantage of that and, digitalizing themselves um google offer you know some great um free courses online um and it's not too late because you know we're we're not back out of the pandemic yet hopefully not too not too long to go um so i do think that that's something that people should bear in mind because i think it's a question that will be asked by employers at interviews in terms of what did you do during lockdown 
Yeah, no, definitely. And not just baking soda bread. Um, no, hopefully not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't bake any soda bread. I um, I did a social media um, diploma, which I really enjoyed, actually. Um, so I did some learning. Um, and then I just decided to embrace with lots of tech new technology in the business, etc. as well. So Excellent. I think hopefully most people did make use of that downtime, really. No, that's brilliant. Well, Gail, that's that's excellent. And like you said, I think there are so many other questions that we could have gone through. Um, yeah. And all the information is out there on the internet. So doing a little bit of homework that way will we'll get you those questions and obviously doing your homework on yeah. the company that you're But just tailored. Yeah, just exactly. just make just make sure it's tailored. Yeah. You know, and you and you're asking the right questions so that you are aligned to that business. And if if you start to do that actually and you're reading the job spec and you're looking at what questions that I can ask and you're getting that information from Glassdoor about the company, you may decide that it's not an employer of choice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I think you'd like it's like definitely an option to, to be a two way opportunity now, whereas yeah. it was it was a one way street, so to speak. But um, yeah. right. Well thank you very much for your That's time. It's a pleasure. Been... Absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed talking to you. Brilliant. And um this obviously uh, episode again will be out soon and continue to keep adding your friends and your colleagues onto the Facebook group. There will be more and more jobs shared in there. Gail's a member of the group as well. So any recruitment opportunities she's had, she'll be popping them into that page as well. But um, once again, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Danny.